Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Remember thy congregation. Thou hast possessed from the beginning. Let us pray. O God, who does instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant by the same Spirit that we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady, seat of wisdom, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. St. Blessed Juvenal, pray for us. Blessed Anthony, pray for us. Blessed Salvio, pray for us. St. John Henry, pray for us. St. John of God, pray for us. St. Jean de Brebeuf, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Luke, pray for us. St. Mark Shi, pray for us. St. Andrew Kim, pray for us. St. Andre Bisset, pray for us. St. Martin de Porres, pray for us. St. Peter Claver, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. St. Lorenzo Ruiz, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. St. Norbert, pray for us. St. Benedict, pray for us. St. Antoninus, pray for us. St. Basil, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. St. Marie of the Incarnation, pray for us. St. Kateri, pray for us. St. Bequita, pray for us. St. Alfonso, pray for us. St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. St. Teresa of Lisieux, pray for us. St. Edith Stein, pray for us. St. Marguerite Bourgeois, pray for us. St. Blessed Catherine of St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Agnes, pray for us. All you angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis. Book 3, Chapter 36, Against the Vain Judgments of Men. Christ the Beloved. Let your heart find firm anchorage in the Lord, my son. If your conscience answers your questions by asserting your devotion, your freedom from guilt, do not be afraid how men may judge you. To suffer in such a way is a good and holy thing. To the humble heart, the heart that trusts in God rather than in itself, it will be no burden. There are many people who do a great deal of talking. There is no need to pay much attention to what they say. In any case, it's impossible to please everyone. Take St. Paul. He made it his business to please everyone in the Lord and became all things to all men. Yet when he was judged by human standards, it meant very little to him. Whatever ability and power he had, he used for the spiritual betterment and the salvation of others. Yet there were times when he could not prevent others from passing judgment on him and treating him with scorn. It was for this that he entrusted to God, who knows all things, all that he did, and humbly and patiently defended himself against those who unjustly accused him, those who went to the length of inventing groundless and lying charges against him, and those who hurled at him whatever boast they fancied. Sometimes, though, he did return them an answer, if he thought his silence might set those weak in faith, stumbling on the road of truth. Who are you 
to be afraid of mortal men. Today he is here. Tomorrow his place is empty. Fear God, and then the threats of men will have no terrors for you. What harm can a man do you by his words or his wrongdoing? It is himself he is harming, rather than you. And whoever he may be, he cannot escape the judgment of God. Keep God before your eyes, and do not get indignant and argue. You may seem for the moment to be losing the battle and suffering undeserved disgrace. But don't let that make you complain. Don't, for want of a little patience, dim the luster of your heavenly crown. Instead, look up to heaven, to me. I have the power to rescue from all shame and wrong and to give everyone the reward his deeds have deserved. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, for this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's impossible to please everyone. That's what the imitation of Christ says. Why would it say that? Well, because various people are pleased with various things. And if one person is pleased with you if you sing, and the other person is pleased with you if you don't sing, well, you can't please them both. If you sing, one will be pleased. If you don't sing, the other will be pleased. And you have to do one or the other at mass, for example. And so you follow what you think is best and you don't end up pleasing everyone. Why is this important? Because we should be trying to please everyone in the Lord. St. Paul wanted to make himself all things to all people in the Lord. In other words, he's trying to help people find Christ. He's trying to give them joy and peace. And he's happy to do what pleases them, insofar as it leads them to Christ, insofar as before the Lord, he does nothing wrong. But then, when St. Paul tries his best, he's at peace when men judge him by human standards. Why is he at peace? Because it's just a human standard. St. Paul cared what God's standard was. St. Paul cared what God thought of him. Yes, he wanted people to be pleased in the Lord with divine standards. But when people are simply using human standards, this worldly judgments based on time, merely on time, and this life, then St. Paul was at peace no matter what they thought. If they passed judgment against him, if they treated with him with scorn, he was humble and patient. He would sometimes return an answer if silence would lead other people astray. At other times, he would be silent. Why? Because he trusted God. He knew that God knew all things. He knew that God was asking him to do something. And so, if his conscience didn't convict him of something, if he knew he was not guilty, 
then he was at peace before the Lord. And so let us ask ourselves tonight for the grace to keep God before our eyes. Let us remember that our Lord Jesus Christ has the power to rescue us. And if he's allowing us to go through this trial right now, he also knows the best way to bring it to our benefit. St. Teresa of Avila used to care so much what people thought of her. She was way over-concerned about people's opinion of her. But gradually over time, through various trials, the Lord freed her from that. And so he, too, who freed her from her difficulties, can free us and give us courage if we keep our eyes on him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.